1: I was going to start rapping it, but I figured <laughs> yeah. that probably wouldn't go We well. don't want that. No, nah, no one needs that. It was my pump-up song that uh... I you ain't know, mad at you. Yeah, freshman year at Bloomsburg. It didn't go well because I got rocked, but <laughs> I was in the right frame of mind getting off the bus. Not really a pump-up song. I don't know, but no, but it's a cocky song. Yeah? Yeah, it's a little got a little edge to it, I would say. You know what I mean? It's more of a chill yeah. song. I don't know. I don't know. The, the words get me fire. I don't know.
2: Right. It's, Whatever I, gets you going. It's yeah. Tupac. That's all, oh, that really exactly. That's all that really matters.
1: Exactly. All that really matters. <laughs> the uh, Twitter question sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Visit Mark's Jewelers for the diamond engagement ring to fit every budget online at Marks-Jewelers.com. We did ask this question, I believe, two weeks ago. Who would you rather have as the Eagles head coach next year, Nick Sirianni or Bill Belichick? <laughs> Sirianni's still leading, man. 55-45. Ah, it's closed though. No, I know. Well, yeah, it was sixty forty last. Yeah, my <I'm like>, yeah, <laughs> chipping into the five percent. What
2: do you think? Is because more people are out on Nick Sirianni now, or they're opening up to the idea of bringing in Bill Belichick, of wanting Bill Belichick?
1: It seems like there has been a more Belichick buzz, at least with the Eagles around. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think what worries people the most with the team, I don't know if the the offense is the biggest concern. I think people are worried about the culture. I think they're worried. Right, that's where I'm at. Exactly. Yes. And sure, you could get the Ben Johnson, you could get the 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 slowick guy, but do they know how to build a culture? Right. You know, like Dan Campbell's the culture setter with the Lions. Yep. D'Amico Ryan's is the culture setter with the Texans. Yep. Do they know how to do that, or are they just nerdy little offensive guy that's going to take care of that side of the ball?
2: And and, and by the way, D'Amico Ryan's a defensive guy.
1: Right. Okay. Dan Campbell. I don't know what is what is Dan Campbell.
2: Well, he's an offensive guy, but yeah, technically he played tight end, but 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 he he, I'm pretty sure he has ideas of no, what I he don't. wants to do or what have you. But you know, you I'm, you hire people and you trust that they know how to do that a little better than you. You worry about the other things.
1: Yes, I think he's an o- offensive guy with a defensive mindset. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's, that's Dan Campbell. Well,
2: that would be Deuce Daly.
1: Yeah, that's Deuce. Yeah, oh yeah, guys like that. Yes, yes. he's an old school guy. Yeah. Yeah. I use a little old – this team needs a little old school. <laughs> yeah. You don't – listen, did Bell Belichick ever get blown out? I don't know. He, like, 24, uh, 32, 9. I think
2: I think a couple – I think the year that uh, the, the Mac Jones got in the playoffs, right? Didn't yeah, he get, yeah, yeah okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that I'm just, didn't really – yeah. No, you're right, though. Yeah. But I feel
1: like
2: – I think that's the only – and that was a snowstorm, too. Well, uh, I think that was a snowstorm in Buffalo, right?
1: I think so. I know that was at least a regular season game where it was – I remember it was like 40 mile yeah. an hour wins. Couldn't stuff. even see, yeah. yeah. But I think I think I had a read on it that people are worried about the culture of the team and they're worried if they're soft and they and if this team needs a little kick in the ass. See, that would be my read. That's
2: that's sort of my read. Um I understand the offense didn't look great coming down the stretch. We know what the defense looked coming down the stretch. I've always said I think those things can be fixed from year to year. But mm-hmm. when you have somewhat of a cultural issue meaning inside your locker room there's some sort of disconnect or some some riffs or something going on. Like that's the stuff that you really have to look at and get fixed and worked out, right? Whatever the issues were during the season that led to those sort of little fires that could pop up in a locker room, in a meeting room or what have you, you got to make sure that stuff is put out over the offseason. And if it's something that needs to be further discussed and worked on and worked through – then you have the offseason to do it. That's the one thing about in-season is you don't have really the time to do it. If there's some some major conversations that need to be had, like this is the time to get it done to see if it can be fixed and move on to the next thing. And so, you know, I'm not sitting here telling you that everybody loves Nick Sirianni and they'll run through a brick wall for him. That's not what I'm telling you. But I'm also not going to tell you to ignore what players – are saying in the way that they send it. Everybody wants to poo-poo it and minimize it because you want to believe these players hate Nick Siriati, But you're wrong. You want to believe that the vast majority of these players don't like Nick Sirianni. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm just telling you that. You're wrong. And you can tell by the tone in which it's being delivered. This, this isn't lip service being given to you. Now, the quarterback may have given you lip service. Might have. That sounded a little bit like lip service. I don't know how stringent he and, and he and how great he feels about Nick Sirianni, but is that something that can be fixed? It's nothing wrong with somebody having a little bit of a rift or a disagreement that somebody got in their feelings about, and you need the offseason to further work through it. it. Doesn't mean you hate the guy and it's either trade me or you gotta fire him. Like that's what we want to make this out to be. It's either me or him. And I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that's the
1: case here. I don't think so either. Yeah. I don't think so either. Um, but I think there, for me personally, I, I just think there's an opportunity here to go get one of the best coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. And even if it's by the quarterback, head coach, dynamic, that that's obviously a factor in this. I think this team's a, a little soft. And I think bringing in Bill Belichick would, would, would change that in a heartbeat. Would change that in a heartbeat. OG Wade and Chester, what's happening, OG? What's up,
3: fellas? How are we doing today?
2: OG.
1: Let me say this here. I I um
3: I'm listening to everything, and I like to read the tea leaves.
1: That's and, good. Yeah.
3: Um. I don't know if y'all noticed. Lincoln Riley was at that game. Uh.
1: And in Tampa, you mean? But,
3: yeah. And he wasn't in the box with uh, Jeffrey Lurie and um, Howie Roseman.
1: Now, are these your That's, fake OG Wade sources, or are these like a, that, a real mean, thing? That, that, that,
3: and then don't 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 test my my patience here. Okay. <laughs> I got a brand I'm I'm working on no, and messing I, that. I, I told you to put a leash on him. <laughs> this Okay, so here we are. So now I I'm telling you, here's I know that he's an advisor for the Eagles, so it was concerning to me that he wasn't in the picture. Like when the cameras went on. No, there. No, you actually are you are probably, right.
1: ESPN tweeted it out. Lincoln Riley was at the game, so This is 100% correct. Officials, you're wrong. My fault.
3: Yeah, so I do believe that they had a little meeting after the game, and something's going, something's cooking right there. I don't know if Lincoln Rowley is waving his flag and saying, now I'm ready to come to the NFL or not. But another thing that I I witnessed, and that's telling me that Nick Sirianni ain't going nowhere, and is that Fletcher Cox calling the reporter an idiot for asking the question.
2: Oh, no, a clown. Yeah, yeah,
3: a clown for even insinuating that the Eagles would fire him. And you know Fletcher and Jeffrey Lurie is real tight. So I'm thinking that uh, we're going to have a change at coordinator, defensive coordinator, and Mm -hmm. that's the only change that's going to happen tomorrow when he comes when they uh, do their little meeting is that the defensive coordinators, uh, both of them are going to be let go. Um, Brian Johnson is going to come back as the off- o- OC, and uh, we're going to keep the chain moving. Well, not How, that, how would
1: that make you feel if Brian Johnson was back as the OC? I'm
3: okay with it because I need to, I mean, when I'm looking at the the numbers, I'm looking at everything, I don't see our offense as the problem. Our problem is that we could not stop anybody, and when you're, you have a team that can't stop a, another team from scoring, regardless of what you want to admit it or not, it does affect the the temperament of the offense. You know what I'm saying? It's like putting unnecessary pressure on the offense. Now, does the offense need to be has need some creativity added to? Absolutely. But this offense was in the top ten in every damn category. You can't deny that.
1: Yeah, so, but I thought I thought you were more I thought you were more of an eye test versus a stats guy. I mean, you're you're giving no, me no, stats. No. What's, what's your what's your yeah. eye test telling me?
3: My, my eye test is telling me I do not like the offense. Okay. You know, but. My my intellectual uh, part is it it'll, it'll be jail in second second uh, year in that in the same offense. Well, it's the least.
1: same offense as the year before, but
2: yeah, well, he's so, on the you Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: No, so, no. Let's see. I mean, you can you know you can. I mean, we got to do something. But I mean, I don't see Jeffrey Lurie jumping out the window right now. And if he was going to do it, he would have done it already. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm telling you. What's going to come down is going to be a little bit create creativity, and all the fans is not going to like it. But you know, here, I'm just giving you what's going to, what's going to happen, and then we'll see if the OG
2: was right. How about well, that? You're you're, you're right Appreciate more often than not.
1: Sorta. Of. Well, until he starts moving the goalposts, as some tend to do. I would never, <laughs> Just I would move, never. That, move, move
2: that goal post
1: <laughs> I would never move the goal post but you know I mean, all I heard last offseason doesn't matter that that it's Jalen's yeah, offense yeah. well because you know the other thing about OG not I yeah. to make it all about OG okay but uh, he he's big on the whole like looking at other quarterbacks around the league and them losing their offensive coordinators and mm-hmm. they're obviously going to regress yeah yeah. yeah
2: yeah well
1: yeah, he Mister Eye Test, and <laughs> didn't see that happening with with this. I would be very curious to see what the reaction is is if if and Brian Johnson are back. And I do, think,
2: I don't think people are going to be happy.
1: with I that. don't think they're going to be happy either. But I think what that would signal is I don't think they felt like they could move on from Brian Johnson and, and you know get a new offensive coordinator in here and how that would affect Jalen. Like I don't think they could just get rid of Brian Johnson and bring a new offensive coordinator and, and Jalen would be happy with that.
2: Well, th- th- here's the one thing about that, and I think there's there's some truth to that, and Jalen sort of hinted at that when he gave the comments about uh, them all working hard to get things fixed this offseason and the confidence that he has not only in Nick Sirianni but Brian Johnson as well.
1: Let's just play that real quick. Okay. So uh, yesterday, obviously, they, they had the, the exit meetings. Uh, Jalen spoke later in the day, so our trusty reporter, Elliot, was not there. Um, but there was TV cameras there. Have no fear. Here's Jalen talking about, uh, how trying try to get this offense fixed.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: All right, well, hold on. So, um, so like, basically, you know, they, they talked about, uh, like, Bring everyone back together, getting everything I mean, moving in the right direction. And it sounded like more of a collaborative effort rather than I'm looking to get rid of any of
2: these. Well, guys. yeah. And they wanted to finally give him an opportunity again to endorse the head coach. <laughs>
1: Just, How'd that go?
2: Yeah. I mean, that's where he came up with the answer. In, in, in when he didn't have much to say the first time around, when he sort of basically implied that he didn't even know that was a question right out he, there
1: here's the here's the the full answer
2: coach and players play i don't i answered that question the other day and um i, mean, I don't know if uh you asked me something the other day um about and i said uh what did i say i said you, you, didn't, you didn't
3: know,
1: know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like you didn't, you didn't, know. Know. I didn't even know
3: that
2: was a thing yeah i had no idea that was a thing um so i don't see why why that wouldn't be the case, you know. We be planning on fixing everything that we've we've done um, and growing together. Coach Sirianni, Brian, everyone.
1: alright I mean,
2: he said that. Mm-hmm. He said that. Um, I, I would now listen. I'm I'm reading into this and I'm sort of projecting here, but it, through an exit meeting, if he's already met with his coaches. Um, they usually give you an indication that hey, I don't know what's gonna happen, you know, mm-hmm. I may not be back here, especially somebody that's as close to him as Brian Johnson is, yeah, so well, if I- Brian Johnson thought other than leaving for a head coaching job that his job could be in jeopardy i would I would think I could be wrong, but I would think he would have hinted that to Jalen to just to prepare him. That this is could this could happen
1: unless Jalen's trying to make a little bit of a power play here, okay? So where where he's saying I ex- I want to fix this with Brian. He, by the way, he said Coach Sirianni and then Brian, which I thought mm-hmm. was interesting. Mm-hmm. Not Coach Johnson. Um, he was <laughs> on a first name basis, yeah. which you know I know they have the relationship but still.
2: No, where yeah. Players are always on. We call Jim Johnson Jim, not Coach Johnson.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. Well,
2: I'm just saying, grown me He's a grown man. It's okay. Coaches aren't, aren't offended that you don't call him Coach in the pros. That's all I'm saying.
1: But what about what, why I call him Nick Nick?
2: No, I, no, All I'm saying is is that depending on your relationship <laughs> with that coach, they're not offended by you not calling them Coach Whomever. Regardless,
1: uh, that's all I'm saying. I know. <laughs> not to get, a dumb point by me, as yes. usual. was <laughs> a, a quick agreement by you. Yes. Um, no, but <laughs> it was a very quick, quick agreement. <laughs> um, no, but but unless it's a little bit of a power play, I'm putting out there. Like I expect the, my my guy to be back.
2: Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I can agree with you on that, that. He is at least making a proclamation that, yes, uh, yeah, I, I need – I expect Coach Sirianni and Coach Johnson or Brian along with myself to get things fixed this offseason, not just Nick me Sirianni. Nick. Yeah. yeah, me and yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I can agree with that.
1: So, yeah, it's interesting. And there's more Jalen Hurts cuts we'll play a little bit later uh, in the show. Tom and Aston, what's happening, Tom?
4: Hey, I – First-time caller, long-time listener, fellas.
1: Well, Welcome in, Tom.
4: What's up, Tom? Hey, thank you, thank you. Uh, I think you guys are great. Um, uh, Two things. One, uh, just calling in on this whole, uh, you know, debacle (laughs) as a fan, we would think. But thinking about it as a manager of people, which I've done, is, you know, you try and look at RuPaul's analysis, and you try and figure out what were the things that went and what changed from last year to this year. And, you know, we, we already struck the defense off the table, right? We know the issues there. Uh, we knew the timeline of replacing both coordinators was short. We brought in who we had to bring in. It just seemed to me uh, the dynamic between Jalen and Sirianni and maybe Jalen and Brian that halfway through something changed there. And then that's when the wheels fell off, and we weren't producing, and that's when Jalen started with the persona that seemed like he just was disconnected. Yeah. And as a manager, to me, looking at it, it there's several things going on. Maybe he got in his head, maybe they were calling the plays they did because Jalen was having a tough time this year, and they're like, we got to simplify this to try and get the best
1: out of him." Well, yeah, and obviously, we, we don't know, Tom, and I appreciate the call, but... I- it, it, I part of me wonders, and I think we've talked about this, if you know, things weren't going well on the offense and as Brian Johns was calling a lot of the plays, and then Nick tried to step in and and Jalen wasn't a fan of it. Right. And that's where maybe the disconnect happened, and that's where maybe the because when things start are are kind of falling apart or kind of not going the direction that people thought they were going. Obviously, the head coach is going to say, "Well, let me put my fingerprints on this, mm-hmm. and maybe." Well, everybody's
2: searching for answers, correct? So you're trying something new. You're doing this. That's why I don't completely fault them for the Matt Patricia thing. Problem is, it didn't work. It did not work. And you couldn't go back to Sean Desai. You look even worse going back to him.
1: Could you imagine playoff game? That's go- what I'm
2: saying. You look even worse doing it that way. But at that time, and even if I were to agree, the defense got worse at that time. The defense wasn't great. It was coming off two straight games where they looked like they had given up out there. The San Francisco game, we talked about missed tackles. You, did we forget how Debo Samuel ran through the damn defense?
1: Yeah. Running
2: over guys, guys looking like they didn't want to tackle him. That was when Seth called out players and players came back. It's like Slay came back at Seth because Seth said these DBs didn't look like they were interested in tackling.
1: Well, and the Bills hung 34 on them.
2: And, and the Bills had just scored a ton of points. Josh Allen had over 500 yards of offense in that game. So now you're looking at three straight games, and you could have easily made the argument in the Kansas City game if you don't have six drops in that game, you may have lost that game.
1: I mean, think about the games they benefited from drops: the Chiefs, Bills, the Cook drop touchdown, yep, and the Bucks game. Yeah, they lost the Bucs game regardless, but it could have been, been worse. Yeah.
2: Them. yeah, So, so I, I, I'm, I, all I'm saying is it wasn't the right decision. But when you're in the midst of it, and you're you you you're running out of answers. Because you're you're sticking with the same guys, the only
1: other thing to do is to try something different. And plus, like Patricia, they brought him here for a reason, and he's an experienced DC. Yeah, and maybe they felt like Desai wasn't ready, and they and that was evident by that point in the season. I and don't blame them for trying it; it just it, obviously bad. It didn't work.
2: Yeah, it backfired on. Me. And and not only that, some of the players weren't happy about it. No, and confused about it, and didn't buy into it because you didn't get instant results from it.
1: And it's been a while since a lot of the the core, the the BG lane, they've been around here for a while. Mm-hmm. When was the last time we had that big of a shift mid season? Oh, never. Like I mean, Shermer – or uh, but that was the last week. That of was the year. last week of the year. But we've—it's been a while since we had a mid-season firing. So a lot of those guys never knew, didn't really know how to deal with it. I agree. So it was just like a, a culture shock from that side. because the Eagles. And I always, never, I never dealt with that, and the Eagles always present. They're always steady. I, yep. I think that's. Off-season, sure, things get crazy, whatever. But in-season, they've been a steady organization. And I think it kind of may caught them off guard.
2: Yeah, and I, I still remember that Seahawks game. And now I know what it was sort of about. But at the time, I didn't. I remember Hassan Reddick late in the game yelling over at the sideline. I didn't know what he was upset about. And it was because he's dropping back in coverage. Mm-hmm. And he's basically saying, it's – it's third down. Like, what? Like, like, what, like, why am I dropping back in coverage? or second and long. Why am I dropping? And it was on a two-minute drive, drive down the field.
1: Right. And then the next week was when him and Sirianni got into it. Yes,
2: that was the next week, the Giants game.
1: Yeah, and that was the game that Sirianni said he changed his whole freaking out on the sideline thing and right. trying to be more calm. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't notice him yelling in the Bucks game, but things were falling yeah, apart. Yeah, he knew, yeah, best <laughs> heads
2: were falling off at that point. Yeah. yeah. so
1: <laughs> I wonder how uh, Cowboy Jim feels about Mike McCarthy making his big return to <laughs> Dallas. What's happening, Cowboy Jim? Well,
5: first thing is, will Howard
1: be allowed to fly with the
5: team if Belichick is the coach? That's the first thing I want to know. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. And uh, I think Jared Joe is uh, doing the right thing. Uh, listen, McCarthy, you can say what you want, but come on, 12 and 5. Oh, for the last so much success.
1: One and three uh, in the playoffs as the Cowboys coach. It's, it's steady. What, didn't you just say
5: Steady. There, Jack. They're steady. Okay, they have it steady with who though? I mean, just said one and three in the playoffs. Okay, Dak Prescott looked good this year. Why did he look good? Oh, What happened? Stop! You're so soft. Because
1: he looked good against one good
5: team, the Eagles. Mike McCarthy is calling the plays. Dak
1: looked good. He's only 30 years you old. You don't believe this. You don't believe this, guy. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he why, does.
5: Why would I call up and say this? Hey, no,
2: you do believe it. I, I know you believe it.
5: You do.
1: I do believe
5: it. Yes, yep. I do. You guys, I don't know what you're looking for. Keep Sirianni. Keep Nicky Kotite. Keep him. We'll be fine. <laughs> Who had a, a
1: bigger collapse this year, the Eagles or the Cowboys? Who's oh, the more Eagles. disappointing? Who's more disappointing?
5: Cowboys had one, had one bad play, uh, game. But you guys have been bad for a month and a half.
1: One bad game, you were a two seed.
5: <sighs> look, we were almost the one seed. Okay, oh, look, that's so we, cute. we had we were fine. Okay, listen, are you there? Yeah, we're still here. Listening, huh? Still listening. Okay. God, I never know if you're going to hang up with me. Don't worry, I won't curse either. That's, but anyway,
1: appreciate I, it.
5: Look, I'm just saying that Mike McCarthy. You give them one more year. I mean, their defense, they had trouble with their defense. Guys were out for the whole year. You know, um, Vander Esch, uh oh, Diggs. God. I mean, come on. There, You have to admit, yeah, Dak had a few bad things. They offenses, lost to the I'm Packers. Saying, Dude, they I'm lost to Jordan Love and the Packers, bro. The defense, we had those skinny guys out there, out uh, uh, linebackers. We we uh, need linebackers. How we about need the quarterback doesn't game.
1: throw big sixes? How about that? Oh, you're, you're impossible, Jack. I you're agree. Impossible. I agree. That's
5: you're why I'm here. So I'm just saying, Hey, can I, can I say something about Andy from debt? Oh, I'm sorry. Andy from dumb folk. Uh, he apparently, uh, he had problems with me because I live in the area. Uh, mm-hmm. can we go back to what Andy said? Oh, I would say about three weeks ago, he went to the school of spelling with Chuck. He goes, what do Eagles need? Is one word. It starts with a W and ends with an I. Okay, Andy. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure all the players have we's, but to spell win, it's W I N. So don't <laughs> don't think we forgot about Andy from Dumb Folk. Bye. Okay, there he goes. Always positive He's
1: something.
2: I have no idea what the hell
1: he was he's. I have no about. idea what he's yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah,
2: Andy didn't call us,
1: did, did he? I, don't I know so.
2: he did call us, but I don't remember yeah. him saying anything about a win. W I. No. Or anything, I don't remember
1: that. I don't know either. But Andy <laughs> wants to be a part of the new show. You're already planting a foil between him and Spike. I saw, yeah. I saw you planting a seed yesterday. I think it's a natural. It is a natural. <laughs> I want to know what caller is going to drive Spike the most crazy. I mean, Andy drives a lot of the the hosts crazy. But I mean, maybe OG Wade. There's a little OG See, the Wade in. See, one thing, in. the
2: one thing Spike's going to have to fight his way through is the whole "you're not an athlete" thing.
1: Yeah, like I, I didn't have to fight through that. You didn't have to fight through that. Yeah, because I could rest on my laurels. <laughs> he's also gonna have to fight through the whole
2: Howard thing. Oh, Damn, well he knows that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He knows.
1: that. Yeah, so yeah. he's, he's not, he's not new to this. No, like, with the, no, the whole
2: thing. Eskin thing is yes, he he knows that.
1: Yeah, in case you missed the uh, big news yesterday, yes, we, we, we finally announced the uh, the new co-host of the Spike, show, Spike Eskin. Yeah,
2: can't wait. So his his he's going to be obviously more passionate about the Sixers. The Sixers. Like when he gets locked in, he's like you, which which is which is funny. I don't know. Am I like this too? What with, with, with the Eagles and, and football? Like you guys are so protective and and territorial when it comes to these these sports teams. You with the Phillies for sure. Okay, mean no meaning that like. Your opinion does matter more than anybody else's
1: opinion. I don't – I really don't want anyone else's opinion. I'll, yes. to, I'll tolerate it. I'm,
2: I'm glad you can admit that. I'm <laughs> glad you can admit that. I'm <laughs> glad you can admit that.
1: <laughs> that is very and, big of you. And the and the good part with you is you've been experiencing this, so you tolerate others' opinions, but I don't know. You, yes. Your opinion still matters the yeah. most. So yeah. So good.
2: And I'm okay with it. And Spike is one of those guys that he's only going to tolerate it slightly more than you do with, with baseball. Yeah. Yeah, there's a point, that there's a limit that he has too with other people's basketball knowledge that he just feels like no, you don't know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. All three of us. That's perfect. You get the trifecta: Jack <laughs> yeah. with the Phils, you yeah. with the Eagles, hey, who yeah. can and def- spike who can De- with the Sixers. Who can defend the Flyers? Yeah. We getting out here. We getting Allen here, <laughs> get and the Elliots.
2: Well, that's the funny thing with with the dynamic of us is that that's where the sparks will fly. We all like each other. We're good friends, and I don't think I don't want people to think that. That doesn't mean that, the, that the, the sparks won't fly. Oh, they're gonna fly when they need to fly. I, I think you're gonna get even more of that because you have three guys that are really opinionated. Mm-hmm. Can't wait.
1: <laughs> I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. Uh, just in doing the show for two hours yesterday, like I left it and I was like, you could just tell. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you could just tell. We're gonna have a fun dynamic. It's gonna be passionate. I almost yeah. want to steal. Can we steal the Sixers thing? Passionate, intense, proud. I mean, if I could... And then you throw Elliott in there. I know, you know, it's gonna be, he's going to be out of he's control. He's in there, man. He's... Yeah, well, see, he's passionate about defending himself. Exactly, that's yeah. what I'm saying. He's,
2: yeah. he's passionate. He's, a, he's passionate about the Sixers, and he's passionate about the Eagles. You're lucky he's not as passionate about the
1: Phillies. Yeah, he tries to be, and then I... Tune <laughs> well, him out. Well, he's just not. He he's
2: knowledgeable. He's just not as passionate about. It. He'll get there. He'll get there. Yeah.
1: The, the fills are back. 9494 <laughs> On the other side, the last hit of the season with Shiel Capadia. What's he make of Lori not being here yet for the meeting? Are they waiting too long? What does he hope? Is the outcome of that meeting?
2: I wonder what that yacht looks
1: like. Yeah. Well, then we could afford it. I doubt it. Yeah. I, don't I wonder really. if it's like
2: that one Jerry Jones ball.
1: Well, I wonder if he's actually yacht shopping with oh. Belichick, picking out <laughs> number nine whatever the next all right yeah that's what i I hope for we'll get to all that with shio kapadia coming up next from the ringer on sports radio 94 wip
0: we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds